Welcome, everyone, to the new and most popular podcast that has been added to all of your favorite listening devices. But we've got two guests today. We've got two knowledgeable gentlemen. We're going to talk about the way you feel. First up, we've got little Buck Sawyer. Um, quite heartbroken uh, that my name is that uh, difficult. To Shut remember. up, Buck! Also, we've got a new guest, a fresh guest, someone who's not even been here before. And that is Little Johnny Boy. Is that me? Is that me? Is that me? Well, you have been on this this pod, the podcast before. I, yeah, I, I've been on many times. I am the, I, I believe the... Little Johnny Boy. So uh, I'll take that great uh, distinction and honor. So yes, uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm assuming we're going to be talking about feelings and stuff. So mm. um, I'm just excited to be on this this ride, really. So that's that's going to be good. So, uh, mm. This guy doesn't sound very interesting, so we're just going to move on. And we're going to get to the nearest track that I've got in my reach. It's Billy Squire. Rock me tonight. Um, well, actually, we're a little uh, fluster here because... Um, a fluster? I'd, yeah, I'd approached you for a what the format of the show was going to be. And you said that I'm, you're going to be watching WrestleMania that that weekend and maybe we should just talk about that uh, was that a flight of fancy because we did actually uh, th- i think david is that right we, we did actually yeah. watch it and take yeah. notes <laughs> yeah i i had no interest in the uh, the matter but i was told that i must take rigorous um detailed notes on uh, on this great sporting event um and i did not take any notes well, so i'm glo- hoping global I'm hoping. <laughs> global entertainment spectacular i think they called it mm. so jerry just a um mm. a just throwing it out there, you don't have a format for this. Am I, am I? Is that a good guess? Well, nothing made me feel more secure in my manhood than watching this powerhouse event. I saw glitz. I saw glamour. Perfection. Well, I'm glad you did actually end up watching it by the sounds of it. Um, I've got the format. I just didn't. Mm. Take that weight off your shoulders. Are you happy for me to hmm. shepherd us through this process then? Uh, if you've got notes, that's fine by me. The whole idea for me was just to tell you how I felt about this wonderful, spectacular... All right, well, let's just uh, get right into it. Two nights nowadays. I, for one, think it should be on at least a whole week. <laughs> I, I, Monday to Sunday. mania. Yeah. Well, why, I mean, why have just the two nights when you could do an entire week. I mean, that's surely that's the logical thing. And then we'll end up with just the year of mania. So on Saturday night, it starts up. There's a little intro, pirate stuff. I didn't really understand it. And then you've got all the the wrestlers standing out there on the stage um, together. Um, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon uh, introduces them. He's the, the uh, old the owner of... WWE, he can't seem to be able to say his own company's name or what they do. Uh, it, was, it was Dubba Dabi or something he kept calling it. Um, and Russellmania, which sounds like some sort of foliage uh, event. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> Russell, Russellmania. How many packets of crisps can you annoy with? I mean, this is, this is not a wrestling podcast. This is a music podcast. We did... Mm. Well, we, we often rock... I, I think we're going to be playing something right now, and that is America the Beautiful. <laughs> they did America the Beautiful at the beginning, but it was uh, Bebe Rex. Ha. Beautiful woman. 
Baby Rex hat, which was was uh, never heard of them before. I, I see. I can't tell what is known in America and not known over here when they have mm. certain like artists. I think one of the artists that actually participates in a match later on. I had to no idea who this was, the bunny fella. Um, but yeah, Baby Rex. Uh, you know, they they have these things out. Uh, it's introduced by Vince McMahon. I was gonna say he he did not look good. He looked like a walking corpse. They painted him up nice, though. It reminded me of that film with uh, Meryl Streep. Death What's Becomes. It called? Death Becomes. Yes. I thought perhaps that he had been reanimated as a corpse. A lot of foundation for Vince McMahon, it looked like. But yeah, we're, we're underway, or at least we thought. Uh, weather delay? To switch on and see two men in, in ponchos uh, when I expected to see some sort of, you know, spectacular opening was quite something. A weather delay on something I didn't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> was like some cosmic punishment from from above. From there, you had so because of that, obviously you had a few wrestlers uh, killing time, uh, talking uh, some into the camera, some off to the side, or talking to the interviewer, which I find quite interesting. I remember the days of uh, Randy Savage; he would talk to you, he would uh, appeal to the the viewer. Uh, no, no interest in in doing that for some of this these wrestlers. What I found it a little upsetting, though, was when the ones who were looking into the camera, they were just looking at me. But when they were looking off, I got a little jealous. <laughs> you want them to return the gaze. That's what it's about. It's about feeling their presence in your presence. And I think they were just getting lazy. Who is over there? I'll tell you whose presence we did feel. That were the, the hosts of WrestleMania, uh, whose j- job description must have been something to put together. I wasn't Ooh. entirely sure what they were actually doing. Uh, Titus O'Neil. And, and the ghost of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the immortal Hulk Hogan, who looks about the same he has for the last uh, 10 years. Uh, but we've he's had sporadic appearances, obviously, because um, of the unpleasantness. Um, but he's back <laughs> because of the unpleasantness and yet he is back um, but to each his own Titus O'Neil is the man known as that gif of the guy falling under the ring <laughs> I think that's his, um, his he's, he's so unfortunate that he is such he's such a humanitarian apparently a wonderful father he does a lot of charity work he's a powerful looking man but I'm afraid his legacy will be that greatest Royal Rumble where he managed to somehow trip in the most fantastic way possible and and scoot under the ring until he had disappeared all like six foot six of his frame. <laughs> That's talent. So no wonder he's the host. He's he's good at sort of um, making a spectacle of himself. So these two have the worst banter of all time, and uh, WrestleMania <laughs> is uh, underway. Uh, I was—I don't know about you—I wasn't super comfortable with the the big looming skeleton over this crowd, mm. who were very close to each other as well. Um, I don't know whether that's all above board or what in, in this day and age. I like the spirit. Let's get back to the way things were. Get real near each other, real succulent into each other's mouths. I liked it. Well, they were definitely in that spirit. That's for sure. It was. It did. Yeah, 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 there was a lot of um, chin masks. A lot of uh, might as well not bother people. But I guess it's um, in the spirit of a Chris Jericho super spreader event. Let's let's make WrestleMania number two on that list. And we're right underway with the WWE championship that's that's what they're fighting for isn't it so I, th- I don't know if it was because they haven't had live wrestling for a while so they wanted to give the fans you know the big 
the big event. This usually finishes these things, doesn't it? The This is the world title, isn't it? I think based on the... I thought it was because of the rain delay and they were worried that... This is the only match going to be left. <laughs> so have the world title as quickly as possible and that way we can all sort of enjoy that and then it's if it is rain delay again at least we've given them something yeah it was a weather warning wasn't it um and, yeah lightning uh, and stuff so that's drew mcintyre which i guess is um our guy the scottish guy he rep- he's our next prime minister he's I, our I next imagine. prime minister uh, against uh, bobby lashley and i don't know if this was the Europe. giant baby yeah <laughs> he's uh he's he's quite something he looks like a series of uh, balloons put together he's he's quite the figure isn't he <laughs> Yeah, that is a, uh, that's a physique that I've never quite understood because the shapes don't make any sense. I mean, obviously it's power. I mean, he, he would he would handle me easily in a fight, so don't take this personally, Mr. Lashley. You know, but, there's not a challenge laid down for Bobby Lashley. Uh, I mean, I've challenged in the past, and I, I, I can't challenge this guy because I couldn't figure him out. I don't know what's the most powerful muscle in his body, so you'd just be I'd be caught off guard constantly. So the this remains a cowardly act. I will, I will hold out my... My outstretched hand is in defeat and uh, lay my hanky of cowardice. Is that a thing? Lay the hanky of cowardice. I don't think that's anything. (laughs) Hanky of cowardice. Lay the hanky of cowardice into a man's head, but we're making it tonight. I think uh, that could be a thing, and I can think of many occasions where I would utilize such a thing. Um, The... Bobby Lashley entrance, the the augmented reality lightning. I th- was quite taken aback by that, given that we just had the weather warning uh, for lightning. That was, yeah. uh, mm. uh, that was cancel bit... that one, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> cancel that intro, please. And then we're so we've, we... we've had a we've had a worldwide pandemic with a looming giant skeleton with what looked like a giant sickle, even though it was supposed to be a pirate, and then lightning as an effect after our delay that was a lightning warning. This I'm not going to say they're tone deaf, but uh, it's quite something. The crowd really liked uh, Drew. He was he was quite popular. Yeah, it sounded like oh, the way he plunged that sword into the stage—that's power. What about the quite dizzying quick cuts? I don't think I, I haven't watched it for a while, so I had I, I don't know if they've updated their directing style, but motion sickness from that. Mm, I found myself a little woozy. I'm getting on now in years, and I I don't like the quick cuts. It was, really? it was really quick, though. It was like seconds. Disorientating is not the word. What? What? Yeah, because there's like sort of um, zooms on impacts and, and when it's anything, any break in the action is the only time you actually get a break from these cuts. So maybe maybe delving too deeply into it, but our, our, our guy lost. The Scottish guy mm. lost, unfortunately. So He did not represent your country well. He was defeated in battle. By a powerful American, and that's the way it always has and will be. He was the big winner from last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he actually he was the one that sort of toppled the um, the Brock the Brock man <laughs> the Brock man Brock Lesnar the, te- the the most terrifying man in the world. Um, so yeah. he toppled him, and now he's a first match Wait, loser. Uh, not so just that, the most sweaty man in the world. I've never seen anyone perspire as much as that man. I mean, I'm not laying down the challenge to Brock Lesnar either. I, I'll let I'll take that hanky out, and he's. <laughs> He's most certainly going to place the uh, coward hanky. In, am I? What would I? Would I be placing the hanky in his hand, or he places a coward hanky in my hand? Place it uh, near his terrifying coffee cup teeth. Oh, oh that cappuccino teeth! We're really taking it to him and not willing to <laughs> Please leave us defend ourselves. Yeah, we'll leave that one alone. Brock Lesnar, I doff my cap to you. <laughs> coward cap. Coward cap. <laughs> um. 
So, yeah, Drew McIntyre, first match loser. Uh, the next one is the glitter match, uh, where everyone wore glitter <laughs> uh, tights. It was some sort of convoluted and confusing uh, elimination tag team mm. match, which I don't know how much time you want to spend talking about this one. I watched every single second of this because I wanted to respect the women. I want to respect how they made me feel. Proud! Yeah. Proud of athletic competition in a most confusing manner. Won by mm. Natalia and Tamina. So the next one was... I mean, stop me if I'm brushing over anything. There's a lot in here. Uh, but no, no, I'll, please. Bob Ross, the way <laughs> through this. Sorry. Thalo, Thalo green or Thalo blue. Titanium yeah. white. Let's cad yellow into this next uh, match. Mm. Seth Rollins versus a Cesaro. Um, who, what was their issue? Because he he swung him one day. Well, have you ever been swung by your feet by another man? Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I too have been swung uh, by my own father. So Seth Rollins, I am on his side. Uh, I would have nothing but fury against this Cesaro character who thinks he can just go about doing this. Uh, he thinks it's funny, but I, I don't find any humour in it at all. You're on board with the... Yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's fair enough. The, the hatred for being swung around. That's enough for a heated... Uh, battle at WrestleMania. Um, Seth Rollins does the pedigree, does he? That's an old move from back in the day. That was Triple H's. Mm, Andre the Giant. No, it was tri- Triple H. Triple H. Mm-mm-mm. You'll want to check your history books, my friend. Andre was the first man to do that move against Antonio Inoki. Look it up, kids. Oh, wow. Here's the, there's some real historic wrestling knowledge. Okay, I will take your word for it. Who won that one? I didn't actually note who won that uh, match. Was... I, well, even though I didn't take notes, because I was rooting uh, for Seth Rollins, I was furious when uh, the, the Cesaro character, man, he he was victorious, and uh, he, he at one point actually swang him again in the in the fight there, and I, yeah. I couldn't have been more angry. How dare he? So then what happens is um, two guys with belts are introduced by another guy with a belt, and hmm. this is this is some sort of tag team championship match, and this is a theme throughout the whole thing. The the everybody seems to have hmm. a belt of some description. Uh, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Kind the guy, big giant fella. I thought it was Omos. Om Omos. Okay, I'm, I could be mispronouncing it. This AJ Styles woman. Who and what was she part of before this? That's a fellow. Um, I think well, I know uh, AJ Styles. With that beautiful hair. I think uh, uh, AJ Styles does have quite the impressive barnet, and uh, he should continue to condition it because it never looks straggly or unkept. It's it's like smooth. This this is where I start to get. For me, things start to unravel. This hmm. this o- o- Omos, um, what's his wrestling gear about? He's just in like night out gear, isn't he? He looked like a, a dangerous bouncer. I guess that's what they were going for because any other reason to dress like that would be... If we're to treat this as an athletic contest, which I think it was, um, you don't come dressed to sort of make sure nobody gets through the doors. I would I would get the guy better gear. I mean, he was bigger than everybody put together. He was humongous. I was intimidated, and I wasn't even in the ring. There was lots going on there. Just a, a mass of, of human uh, who won the titles uh, by himself, it seems. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, AJ was also there. It's power. It's power. So the, the, the new day, they, their little oh, looks dinner like the plate, old day, yeah. Little, <laughs> little dinner plates were taken away from them and yeah. uh, held aloft. Victorious and uh, moving on swiftly, hopefully. 
Yeah, the cage descends, and oh. um, the 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 little boy of Vince McMahon, little Shaney, little Shaney, um, against a giant guy uh, who mm. apparently little Shaney's been bullying, uh, calling him stupid, um, and and this so this is Braun Strowman is the fella's name with mm. ch- hu- a humongous chest, mm. um, a man named Braun who's humongous and uh, has been bullied. Little, little Shaney giving him the the business, uh, calling yeah. him stupid head. Oh. Do, yeah. do, 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 stupid head. <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently it's, I mean, I'm, I'm just, from listening to other media that had, uh, in the in the run-up to this event, um, I'd heard that um, the Braun Strowman guy had actually choo-choo train noises played underneath him when he was running around the ring. Is that is that a rumour or has that actually happened? Uh, so I might be on Shane McMahon's side here then. Um, <laughs> so they, they have, uh, this is enough to warrant... Uh, a cage match which is to mm. keep other, actually so a cage match would be to like make sure that everything's contained um, and like mm-hmm. you know, there's nobody interfering or anything and um, these two can just settle their differences within the cage I think that's what, mm. why you would have a cage match it's, it's, it's I like would say a, cage 101 they all failed two men attacked Mr. Strowman yeah and two then, bearded guys he wasn't even allowed to get in the ring yet so they pathetic it's just, I mean, I don't know, that's the referee's responsibility or whatever, but... Cage. Well, is there maybe some uh, nepotism going on and some payoffs, perhaps? Yeah, why the is refs? this guy like to... Like, if, if if Dana White's son was in the UFC, you would imagine he'd be getting, like, the <laughs> title match. Um, just getting like, KO'd. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Enter my son into combat. <laughs> okay. So the cage gets ripped up, but I was just kind of wondering, what's, what's the rules here um, hmm. of this match? There was also a point where um, the, the the boss son he um, he took some like paneling off the cage like very easily. So shoddy cagemanship uh, at play here as well, which oh, which really funny. resonated with me as far as that can't be good for uh, reputation of the cage makers. The amount of money they spend on fireworks, you think they could get like some better cage that that just doesn't rip to bits? What were those sackies in the corner as well? I don't know were they ever utilised. I did notice that as well. There was like a little, yeah, a couple I've, little sort of uh, duffel bag. Yeah, I've things. seen a couple of cage matches back in the day, and I don't remember any four corner sackies. What happened to those big blue cages? Oh, oh apparently that was actually disliked by um, uh, a lot of people. So I, I think thick bars. Cause, yeah, because it didn't actually make any sense. Because like, a, a slender chap might be able to get through that. But I did like them as well. well. You wouldn't want anyone as thin as that in a wrestling ring, surely. But um, the I just liked them because they were that was the toy. <laughs> I was little. It was the little cage. So toy. you liked it because it was the toy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two men in a blood war because they looked like they're playing with toys. <laughs> God, who won this one as well? I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, it was Braun Strowman who uh, had a little speech um, before he did his big move. He said, uh, for all you who feel stupid or something, and then he slammed him down and then won. Did I black <laughs> out then? I don't remember that at all. I, I remember it vividly because I just thought, so he's immediately painting the entire audience the same as him, and that's why you should uh, sympathise with him. Oh, you stupiders, this is for you. And then wins the match. Okay. A little bit, little bit insulting, but um, anyway, as long as he's happy, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. So, so Jerry, you'll, you'll love this coming up. We've got your, mm. your musician action happening. Well, I would love it as well. I like anything with musicians. I've anything that of, rocks. Um, only I've heard of Bad Bunny. Uh, I think this might be one of these American things, very popular in America by the sounds of it. 
Um, so that's so bad. bad bunny was the man in the drip drip glasses i liked everything about his rocking no that was um johnny morrison uh who was tan- jim morrison he's returned jim <laughs> with the quite the uh quite the physique uh, oh my god my trousers were thick with impressed i mean let's not go on too much about it but he uh we we mentioned it at the time but he he's in his 40s i think this john morrison character has the body of a 20 year old but the sort of burnt toast hair of a 90 year old um i don't know if that's the look he's going for but he's uh he's he's got so many contrasts all over his body it's it's hard to it's hard to pick <laughs> what to talk about yeah uh, jerry mentioned the drip drip glasses and is that in reference to something Mm, that's talent dripping off him because he's just so good. And he teamed with uh, the Miz, Frogman, uh, the the other guy, and um, the so it was Bad Bunny and Damien Priest, who was a very lithe and tall fellow, wasn't he? Mm. I, I I haven't actually seen him before, and uh, um, you don't want to see him after. <laughs> yeah, no offense to the guy, but just uh, um, a lot of people kind of just interchangeable and. In this sort of very oily match, he was just another oily fellow. <laughs> or body conditioner, Elo Kilji says. Yeah, he just, he, he didn't stand out for me. And I was amazed that Bad Bunny, sorry, um, he, him being in WrestleMania was how I found out he existed. So I, I should maybe be glad that um, I never heard of him before because well, he was uh, an interesting uh, addition to the match. But um, you can go into it, perhaps. You and Jerry yeah. can maybe go. Quite the performance. I, I, I did look him up, like his his history of um, like I don't know, like amateur wrestling and and stuff, um, and I couldn't really find anything. So quite the the natural. Uh, no background hmm. in combat sports up until this point. Yeah, just uh, like a like a doctor war. He um, he was able to just flip grown men um, over with um, physics non-existent in this particular uh, this particular scene so you're, you're referring to the uh, the flippy pile driver that he did uh, on the outside mm. um, which suspension of disbelief mm. I mean and nothing was suspended for me <laughs> nothing was uh, nothing was suspended um, but uh, so Miz they just they showed him a video before where he was world champion I didn't imagine that did I in some sort of previous thing had won after that Scottish guy, Drew McIntyre, got beaten up after some sort of other big match, and then this Miz guy came in to win the title so that the Bobby Lashley fellow could then beat the Miz guy so that the Miz fellow could then be in a tag match with a rapper. That all sounds terrible, but the, 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 <laughs> the, the inexperienced musician beats the world champion. So this is what he hands at the end of the match. He actually pins the former world champion, so it doesn't say a lot about the rest of them, does it? I think with the bodies they had on display, they should have taken out this small boy with ease, but it just seemed to be difficult. He just had all the talent. Was he miming at the the beginning performance thing? Because I think he came in like a giant truck and I couldn't actually figure out if he was singing or if he was miming. Oh, we glossed but, over that, didn't we? The bunnies, the, yeah, the, the he, series well, of bunnies that came out. The Weirdly, the Miz and Morrison fellows came out with the bunnies and then the bad bunny guy came out on a truck. But he would come out with the bunnies, but I guess they were mocking the fact that he's called Bunny. Is the, that part like of it? The Easter Bunny, because it is, it is that time of the year. Um, so there you go. Uh, the world champion falls to former world champion falls to the the. He's a rapper, isn't he? I, if you say so. Yeah. Then we go to our main event. Um, mm. The EST, which I didn't understand what that was, and the, but the video very helpfully pointed out um, what that means. Excellent, sexy talent. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. And this is for 
the I thought it was the World Championship, but it's apparently the it was the SmackDown Championship. Yeah, this one. yeah. So it's the SmackDown Championship. What does that mean? That's a, a TV show's championship. I don't know what. Yeah, that's the less said the better because <laughs> don't get me riled up. Another belt here. Everyone's got a belt, uh, but this is the this is not the World Championship. This is the SmackDown Championship. Um, so the, <laughs> the, this match takes place. There is um, it was quite exciting, wasn't it? Um, performance wise, it was uh, it was quite nice. Yeah, they, they were quite hard hitting, flashy. The only thing I always worry about is with this Bianca Belair lassie is that she's obviously her, one of her uh, features is to have a really long ponytail. Oh well, yeah, we glossed over the ex- absurdly long ponytail. <laughs> yeah, which plays its part in the finish as well. Um, but one of these days, it's going to be a factor in her injuring herself that that might catch on something or someone might grab it the wrong way but um yeah it just seems to be a, a bit of a of a worry the entire time i see her in the ring i was just thinking oh is i gonna catch on something and i my, my, my the tension for me wasn't the wasn't the tension of who's gonna win this match it was just hopefully that young lady doesn't injure herself it seems a liability mm. so yeah the the hair plays a part where um she whips uh mm. sasha banks with the hair that was some smack crack was that was that added in? Hair doesn't make that nice. Yeah, it was quite the um, it was quite the because that's what I thought is like a like a bit of paper or like something even hit your hair against something it. right now. Yeah, I'll try and have it. for for the listeners. I have long lockdown hair, and uh, I'll have to try and I don't think it's making any noise, but that's more just the rustling of my body. But maybe if I tied it into a tight ponytail, it might it might whip a, make a whipping noise. But um, yeah, it was unusual. And they showed like a welt on the young lady Sasha Banks' side on this, so there is something in the hair. Either there's a kind of hardening in the the end of it, or just as I say, a foreign object. So perhaps the grounds for a uh, an overturning of the decision could be on the cards. I think the Florida Athletic Commission will have to look at that. Um, but yeah, Bianca mm-hmm. Belair wins with her hair, um, and mm-hmm. uh, that's that's night one wrapped up. Where mm-hmm. our Saturday's finished. Um, time for bed. And then you have to wake up, uh, go through your Sunday in, in lockdown, and then for night two, a second night of wrestling. Oh, as if you didn't have enough. Of the global entertainment spectacular. Uh, Titus O'Neil and Hogan are back in pirate costumes this time, mm. which um, was interesting. You didn't see any yeah. of that, did you? <laughs> I, I'm glad my, my silence is of someone who's so thankful that they don't have this in their brain as a visual they'll remember because having you explain it to me, I was very relieved that I didn't have to actually... Uh, you, you'd advise me to fast forward in, into the 15-minute mark for the next the next treat that I was, I was to get. So Hulk Hogan at this point says there's five title matches in night two and I was thinking... How many? T- this is where I was thinking. How many titles are we talking about here? I thought we had like three or four in the previous evening, or maybe it's just like people were flashing their belts about. But yeah, there, there seemed to be a lot of title. How do you know who's the best? You don't. <laughs> Everyone just gets a, a wee belt, but yeah, participation trophies. The next match is where suspension of disbelief um, was made impossible. I, the the video they showed. <laughs> Uh, before with a man getting burned alive like you would have to know they, they're doing a little bit there because you can't i've been in the world for you know however many years it is and i've never heard of somebody being able to be burned alive um and then still able to be at night two at wrestlemania <laughs> yeah they um 
there was quite the sort of flop dummy burn guy in the ring uh, and uh, this uh, Randy Orton fellow really selling it to us um, I'm not going to give him any acting points but uh, choose another profession sir because I think your talents lie elsewhere in the over exaggerated mime game with elbows this is where the commentators sort of fell asleep wasn't it they didn't seem mm. that interested in any of this <laughs> my attention was kept to the fact that there was some sort of magical shedding of the burned skin some sort of crisping <laughs> off and then he just suddenly was smooth again yeah he sort of walked through a corridor of lights and then his burned body was then magicked away with dust and then he wandered into to be revealed in something much more magical <laughs> But we'll get to that, perhaps. Yeah, so there was um, a big box outside the ring. Was there A box-like structure, would you say? <laughs> this was referred to as a box-like structure. Yep. It was a box. That's yep. interesting, isn't it? Um, Alexa Bliss, as she's known, uh, sort of badly danced her way down the ring. Randy Orton doing his best in the ring to do his, his greatest... Uh, what? What? Best elbow what? acting possible. Best elbow acting that anyone could ever possibly ask for. Um, and then she, she began to crank the giant... Um, uh, well, it, it looked like a sort of crank-like um, device. <laughs> and then it was a jack-in-the-box of which the Fiend character came out of slowly... Looked at um, his opponent and shook then... Shook his little butt a wee bit there. Yeah, there and then the turn, yeah, t- <laughs> turned round Just and shook his little ass. I wonder what I was going to say. And then, yeah, he, he um, jumps off the, the box-like structure mm. <laughs> into the ring-like structure. This is where the lights didn't work anymore. Yeah, it was red. <laughs> Just drenched in red. General disquiet from the crowd, uh, from what I could hear. Uh, they meandered about for about five minutes. And then uh, is it Alexa Bliss um, appeared with a, a liquid hat. <laughs> a trippy liquid hat. She was sat on top of the box with uh, some sort of like pumping out black gore hat thing on and uh, the sort of um, fiend chap pointed out as if to be like, my liquid hat. <laughs> and then and then he, uh, this man who's been burned alive um, and uh, good old Randy Elbows managed to finish him off, this, this undefeatable beast with grab your head into my shoulder, fall down move. And that was the end of him. So... Uh, the fiend defeated by the liquid hat and the um, the RKO, which is uh, Randy Ooh, Orton's finishing. Good move. cinema. Then, uh, the the lights went off and then they disappeared and the crowd uh, <laughs> was did it? not like that. <laughs> the sound that the actual physical uh, things that have in the ring uh, were were summed up in the noise of just uh, just a collective. Yep, we've travelled. <laughs> we've risked our lives for this. Spectre of death is looming over the stadium with a, a big, a big sword. Then next is uh, the the more belts tag team match, and the winners. This was. Did you see this one? <laughs> was this one we fast forwarded because <laughs> my notes are very scant. Uh, I, I, I perhaps Jerry watched it. But I definitely did not watch it. Uh, what, what was it? Who was it again? I also am drawing a blank. I mean, this, it's a long show. You've got, you, you could be forgiven for going for a, a toilet break every now and then. Um, what I do have Who notes on... It? It, <laughs> anyway, so we'll move on. <laughs> very well researched this. Um, hmm. We move on to uh, conspiracy theorist Sami Zayn uh, versus Kevin Owens. And hmm. we've got um, some fellow called Logan Paul. Who, who's that? Am I too old to know who this is? 
He's the fellow who decided to go to Japan. And he went to some sort of suicide forest and filmed it. That's how I know oh, it. Oh, is that that guy? He's a real oh. piece of Oh, God almighty. And, oh. and the WWE thought to themselves, they thought, yeah, gotta get this guy out of our books. His oh. conspiracy is being talented. Even even the commentators were... Even this the commentators the rest of this show yeah. for me, if I'd known that. Yeah. The, um, the Corey Phelps guy, what was his name again? The... Corey Joseph, what's his name? The comment anyway, Corey something. He was uh, he was just slagging off the Logan Paul guy the whole time. I don't know if that's through direction or if he's genuinely probably not willing to give this guy any. I, I don't know what his purpose was though, because he was he was sort of like booed and he was with the 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 hairy um, necro butcher looking guy, Sami Zayn, and then he beat up the fat baby guy for a bit, and then the fat baby won. <laughs> Stone Cold Stunnered. So yeah, uh, he's the, the, so he's. This is another move from the the nineties that somebody else is using. Is this like yeah. you know certain trends come back around? The finishing well, maneuvers from wrestling matches just come back again. Yeah, they've they've remade the Lion King in a live action thing. So why not be able to just use some guy's move from the nineties? I think I don't think this the standards have fallen. I'll be honest. I, I don't think, think uh, the problem with that is that just makes me think that he's not uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin because uh, I think Kevin Owens Kevin Owens looks like the the guy standing a few feet away from you at a metal gig and means you can't see the guitarist that's what he makes me think of hmm. he's not he doesn't look like an athlete he looks like a fellow who's had his nose broken ages ago and just never like but one of those ones you know like it gets like pushed in but he just hasn't bothered to replicate um, what a real nose looks like well, I can I can sympathise with the guy. I've got a little piggy nose that goes in. Um, <laughs> but so he wins. He wins with Steve Austin's finisher, mm-hmm. um, and that is that issue settled. I guess. What was the issue? Uh, I think the issue was that the Sami Zayn fellow had a documentary he wished to be viewed, and the Kevin L- uh, Owens baby was unwilling to uh, acknowledge it, and so he thought, um, "I'll bring out some." Uh, from YouTube to, <laughs> I I honestly don't know. I'm sorry, I, I, listeners. Maybe it'll fill you in. Hey, mail at blastrom.com. Yeah, if you could tell us why these these people were fighting, then that'd be very handy. Then we have uh, Riddle on a <clears throat> scooter. Um, Riddle me this. You <laughs> missed out the best part when he talked to that giant man in the back. Yeah, that was that was quite awkward uh, looking. Which member of the Jackass crew is Riddle then? I believe he's the brother of Chris Pontiac. <laughs> so the, yeah, he talked to the the, the great Cali, who was quite mm. huge, and uh, Rob Van Dam. We remember him from uh, when when people watched wrestling. Um, and two he, fellows who'll be glad of the new legislation getting passed in California. Yeah. <laughs> They did a little bit about that, didn't they? Uh, Rob Van Dam was selling yeah, us some rolling really, papers. Really, yeah, rolling papers. Yeah, the worst kind of stoner patter from like two thousand and eight, um, <laughs> hanging about in modern times. While a giant guy leaned on both of them because his legs clearly are unable to support his huge frame anymore, which um, it's kind of weird. Why? Why he would be in the scene? I mean, that's but, what happens. But <laughs> on this show, uh, a massive. Um, Fellow called the Great Cali leading on some people because he can't stand is the less weird of many things. Anyway, the riddle match. Um, so the Riddler ended. faces um, Seamus, uh, and it's 
What was was the issue here about a scooter that got broken? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think the Riddle fellow was on his scooter and the Irish fellow came past and said, hey, what's that? And then the Riddle fellow riddled him this. He said, give me it back. And then he gave it back to him and he hit him in the stomach with it, which was giving it back to him. And then there's a match now. And then it ended with some sort of backflip off the rope and a big kick to the mouth. And the guy went all bleedy mouth. And we move on to the next match. <laughs> you didn't want to talk about the overuse of augmented reality again when the birds <laughs> flew out. Out of his crotch. He's, he's his... sort of thrusted towards the camera. And some pigeons with, I think, sunglasses flew or they had hats on or something. So he's he's his gimmick is some sort of crotch pigeon What's this augmented? Who's who's like just suddenly discovered augmented reality there and thought we just do this all the time at every every possible opportunity? Probably the same person who's doing zooms on every impact is just thinking people are bored just looking at humans, so let's just make it wild. Is this like when your granny discovers emojis, um, <laughs> and then it's just all that from that from then on? Just all all aubergines. <laughs> Had a great time at the picnic. Aubergine, aubergine, aubergine. Gran. Um, <laughs> This was for the champion of the United States, apparently, says another title. Um, oh, my God, uh, you're going back over this match. No, We've this, moved I on. To, I just want to point that out. We're, we're talking about more titles here. So they, okay. they, they, they're, they're the champion of the United States. And then you've got... Um, anyway. Uh, uh, I have spoken. We, this is over. <laughs> we go to a, another title match, the Nigerian drum match um, mm. for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Apollo Cruz versus Big E. Uh, didn't anyone know what the E stands for? Big Excellent. Big Excellent versus Apollo Cruz uh, in the Nigerian drum match. The, the rules mm. weren't cleared. If they were explained, then it must have been a bathroom break for, for me. Yes. Uh, not once was a drum used. Not yeah, once. They were just sort of peppered around the ring, and then they brought out these like practice katanas or... Ken- What's well, a kendo stick? Yeah. Is that what that is? Kendo stick is a Japanese... Uh, but what's that got to do with Nigeria? Does well, it, is it a bit like, your, like this is the Nigerians really like Guinness. element, isn't it? This is like your yeah. intercontinents uh, intermingling. Oh. Um, ah, and the, the, the table must sense. be something as well. Um, and then well, we chairs. all want to we all want to eventually sit at the same table and be equals. I I like the message this match was sending. It was beautiful, and uh, they didn't seem to get along. These two fellows, I'll be honest, they were uh, out to hurt each other. I don't know why. Yeah, they seemed lot. really furious. I must have missed yeah. what the the issue in this one was as well. One is a better musician than the other, and he just wanted to rock harder and faster than the other fellow. I was actually disappointed that it wasn't a, like a musical exhibition because you hear yeah. a drum match. You know? Yeah, they're going to do solos together. That'd be pretty much what I was looking for. But um, yeah, yeah, even even once, even hitting a drum, I'd have been satisfied. But very disappointed that it was not once did the skins get hit. Well, skin got hit, but not the right ones. Hit with a chair. So then a guy in a military, a military outfit comes out and helps uh, Apollo Crews. Mm. Obviously no disqualification because there was uh, chairs and... And things yeah. all over the place, um, but they just the drums did not play any part in in this whatsoever. I was trying to make some sort of beat joke or something really. Um... I beat him like a drum, um, yeah. but not using the drum. I, I got there. For yeah. <laughs> you ensnared me in your trap. Uh, ne- <laughs> Cut this guy's mic. Next, more belt action. We have the red <laughs> women's belt, uh, which is Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. Uh, mm. For the the Raw Women's Championship, which is another TV show, this is just the champion of the TV. 
Mm. So this is an uncooked title. So, <laughs> this has not been not been properly finished. Not been. It's mm. a blue steak title, by the sounds uh-huh. of it. Those hoop earrings, a bit of a, oh. a, a, a bit of a impediment on that. That's dangerous. That stuff. is that is asking for trouble. I mean, talk about giant ponytails, but having actual holes in your ears in a combat sport quite shocking. Very and, brave. Um, I mean, she yeah, had she had practical, impractical attire in general, really. Lots of yeah. like hanging bits. Yeah, a lot of like jingly janglies, uh, necklaces, neck choker things. Um, the only thing she did smart was keep her hair short, but apart from that, everything else was impractical. Quite a few of them actually were dressed more like Tekken characters than, than athletes. It's a funny but, attire. Yeah, let's be honest. That's probably probably what they're going for is visually. It's a bit like uh, Matt Groening said years ago when people are flipping through the channels and you see yellow, you'll know it's The Simpsons sort of thing. So I guess you want to catch people's eyes. Other people would have ordered this. So I guess I don't know what, what wrestling is all about these days, but I guess flashy outfits make people stop and go, oh, what's this? Um, and and I guess that's the reason for hoops and ears. So this is this is the match where you you pointed out. Someone said, "I cannot underscore enough." What does that mean? <laughs> like as a as an emphasizing of a point, I cannot underscore enough. Something something something. And I was just like, "What?" They don't so, speak oh, like humans on this show, do they? The, Box like structure. <laughs> there's a lot of um, general chatter, and then. They'll react to a big move, but it just seems to be like the, like we're eavesdropping on some barbecue, <laughs> and occasionally like they're reacting to a child falling over or something. It'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I think the onions were a little bit overdone. Oh, <laughs> so it's an odd, it's an odd mix, and it's it's a it's a weird one because I remember back in, you know, the the early nineties when we would we would um, watch a Hulk Hogan or that even the commentators as ridiculous as um, some of the people looked in the ring, there was. They, they they reacted like humans, even as ridiculous as it was, because anything big happened, they'd be like, oh my God, and then this is, who who's going to get out of this one now? And it was like a constant struggle, like a sports commentator. But I don't know what it is now. I think whatever the appeal to general chatter and occasional loudness uh, seems to be what, what the kids are into now, all the all the young folks that think things are cool. Are they, though? I don't think anyone watches this stuff anymore, do they? Hearing their smooth, lovely talking voices is what I need. So real Ripley, uh, ear hoops intact, um, basically hmm. battered uh, Asuka and won the red belt, um, and and that was that. She's the she's the, so so. What is she the champion of there? The TV show. She's the champion of larger women. Sorry, she's uh, she was huge. Like she, that poor she, young Asuka Lassie was was like half her size. Of course, she was going to win. Yeah, compared to some of the other people in that division, um, how long she been about? I'm surprised she's not. Been a dominant champion for yeah. however long she's been there. Humongous. So then that takes us to the the main event of uh, the night two, mm. which was uh, Edge. We remember him from back in the day. You too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Edge. It wasn't the Edge from You Too, but it, they, they they possibly know each other. Um, and then you had uh, Daniel Bryan. He yeah. was really happy to be there. He was really smiling away, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, about to engage in, in combat and smiling up. Uh, coming out in like, I don't know, was that his weekend hoodie? What was the little thin, the thin number to cover his shoulders? And then he just started smiling when he got in the ring. I like this guy. I like his. I like the way he does business. Let's put it that way. I would be, I guess I guess you would be happy, wouldn't you? I think it's well, the crowd st- thing makes people happy. <laughs> 
You've seen some guy magic off some crusty burns through walking through a corridor of lights to have a serious look at your face. You're not the right kind of oh, guy yeah, for he's, this. He's, he's thinking that ship has sailed. I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to come out, here, <laughs> come out here in my hoodie and smile it up. Sunday 90s haircut. Uh, and Roman Reigns was your final guy with the big tattoo there. Um, the wow. Big, uh, more augmented reality. This was the giant, yeah, giant him. bronzed statue of, of Roman Reigns. In, was it bronzed? Sort of well, it you was, used to add an extra thing. I, I thought it was black. It was just a whole kind of black figure. Um, I thought it had a bronzing effect on it. I could, I could be misremembering. It, it was quite back. imposing anyway, wasn't it? Mm. Um, it didn't exist in real life. It was purely for our benefit watching what? TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't actually carry a giant statue. I am sick of being lied to. I mean, the birds weren't real as well. You were aware of that, weren't you? I beg your pardon. <laughs> that, was all, that was all technology. Hmm. Lies all round. <laughs> um... Roman Reigns with the, the, those cargo trousers. Again, not, not wrestling attire, is it? That's not athletic yeah. attire. So this one was no disqualification by... I mean, mm. I'm, I'm assuming either that or the referee was really having a night off. Yeah. Anything goes because it's the end. I don't know. Is it just, is it just like um, towards the end of like a bar closing up? Is it just, you know, you know last couple of rounds in? <laughs> yeah, these guys drink for free just uh, and then yeah. we'll, we'll toss them out. Uh, it was, it was, this is quite exciting, though, wasn't it? There was lots of uh, chairs flying about and um, general gen- yeah. general mania. I think you were out of the room as well. I think we we uh, discussed this last night as well. There was like a, a bit where they were like both choking him with a bar in his mouth as they headbutted each other, and it was a bit of a weird moment. Um, I, I felt quite uncomfortable. That was that was a bit of an awkward because he was like being restrained uh, by one guy, and then the other guy came and sort of take his other hand and then place like a object in his mouth and he was he was sort of forced to kind of lie there while two men sort of headbutted each other above him and he didn't seem very comfortable with it. It was very awkward. But um no it was a good this reminded me of um fights from the past, shall we say? It's uh the closest thing I I, I recognised as wrestling that was on the show. So um as it far was as a wrestling like structure, wasn't it? This, <laughs> yeah. uh, compared to some of the other stuff that we an athletic contest with chairs thrown in as well. Mm. Um so that was it. That was your that's your that's your two nights worth of, of sitting watching wrestling. Um, and how did it make you feel? Uh, I, I felt angry at my brother who made me watch it. I, I it wasn't it wasn't that bad. I've seen I've seen worse things in my in my lifetime. Uh, the so box, you've like, seen you've, <laughs> you've seen a guy get burned, crispy up, and magic corridor, and then liquid hat, um, and uh, elbow acting. You've seen worse than that. Uh, name, name two right now. Uh, um, good point. I think maybe I tried to just set that aside. I think night one was relatively enjoyable, but it's a Saturday, isn't it? Sunday's tougher. Enjoy. Hmm. <laughs> Sunday's a tough day uh, to to enjoy stuff. Know, get get your Bible studies in, yeah. and then uh, cook that Sunday roast for the whole family. That kind of stuff. But it was uh, they they definitely they've definitely they they go a different way these days, don't they? With uh, mm. these these wrestling shows, I think it was more um, different direction they're going in. I, um, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be interested to see where the where the end game of this style is because it's 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 on a strange tra- trajectory. And I'll, I'll be in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one watching. I guess so because it sort of speaks back to the a wave of um, being a, a wrestling fan, which I kind of proudly am no longer. So I've I've luckily. Sh- shook, shaked, shaken, shaken. 
uh, whatever the word is, off that, at least as something I, I was a fan of. Because um, it went from being cheesy in the 90s, like late late 80s, 90s for me, it was like, oh, I like wrestling, to then it got really popular, sort of mid-1998, 99, and then it was really hot, and people were like, oh my God, God, wrestling, I love that, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then it got really cheesy and stupid again. And now it's got to the point where if anyone caught me watching wrestling, I would quickly turn it over to the hardest of hardcore porn and be like, oh, oh, sorry, and be less embarrassed. Sorry, I was watching something normal. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, look at, the, look at the way they're going at it there, am I right? Because if anyone caught me watching wrestling, if any, anything I've seen in the last, like, year and a bit, if I've ever watched, if I've ever been tempted to dip in and actually watch something, it's always made me feel creepy and embarrassed, so... I think um, if you are a someone who used to watch and was tuning in to see what's going on, this is not going to make you think, oh, hey, i got to keep watching this. Yeah. And that's that. Do you want to wrap it up then, Jerry? What have we learned today about our feelings? We've learned that no fire can hold us down. No amount of liquid can come out of our heads and distract our lovers. We've learned that a Scotsman will never beat a giant man from America. The Edge is here and the Romans have conquered it and we skipped over who won that match didn't we Roman Reigns won the match <laughs> spoiler alert yeah, so we advise no one to go back and, and watch this place yeah if you can actively avoid watching this event please do um, I'm hoping you put some sort of disclaimer not even like a spoiler alert just a kind of don't <laughs> just a big don't at my request we've watched uh, it so you don't have to yeah yeah, we've we've tested out the uh, the the grounds of Chernobyl, and we've said to ourselves, it gets a bit weird. Anyway, how are we wrapping this up then? We're gonna wrap it up the way we wrap up every session of feeling in the pants. We want you to take your hand, reach to the sky, and then fire it down and say, "I feel great." Until next time, from Billy Bob Jackson and old little Timmy here. We're gonna see you next time on the Jerry Show. But I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs>